Welcome to Imperium International College Spotify channel. Wisdom is power. Hey everyone, welcome to Imperium's first podcast series on Spotify, the beginning of many interesting and interactive series planned ahead. My name is Melvin and I will be hosting this series. With me here today to commemorate our first podcast episode is Ms. Anne Rajasekaran, Chief Executive Officer at Imperium International College. Our topic today is what are five things that motivate you in the morning? Before we begin, let me quickly provide our listeners a brief introduction of Ms. N. Rajasekaran. As mentioned previously, Ms. N. currently helms Imperium as President and CEO after the successful takeover of HELP College of Arts and Technology in March 2020. With over 15 years of experience as a communications and fundraising executive, she is also the CEO of Burimas Charitable Foundation an NGO who cares for the underprivileged children in Malaysia. She also oversees Edumax Group of Companies, the parent organization for Imperium International College, St. John's International School, and Custody Tuition Center as CEO. Well, I could go on and on to talk about her accolades and achievements, but let's save that for another day. So hello once again, Miss N. It's a pleasure to have you with us here today, given your hectic schedule. Back to our topic today, what are five things that motivate you in the morning? Hello, Melvin. Uh, thank you for having me here today. Um, it's been very exciting and I'm so glad to, to, to do this as uh, the first podcast for Imperium. So it's going to be interesting, I hope. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, five things that motivate me in the morning. So uh, first things first, it would be my kids because uh, they're very young and they're there and... Um, uh, usually in the morning, uh, my first priority is uh, getting up and getting them ready. Um, it's the whole morning drill, the breakfast, the school drills, and uh, I'm very um, big on them being on time. So they need to be on time. They We must be neat when we're leaving the home. They must have their books in order, and um, they, they must be geared up. So in the car rides, uh, we, we also uh, run this uh, gratitude practice, which we do every day, where all of the three kids will tell me at least three things they're grateful for in a day, and, and, and I'm glad, because I think it's very important yes, to teach kids that. that yeah. So um, that's what I do with my kids. Uh, secondly, would be exercise. That motivates me in the morning. I think that's a must. Um, I need to work out. I do yoga. Yoga, stretch, run, I walk, I do at least uh, five kilometers on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And I think that really kickstarts my morning to be better. Mm-hmm. And um, the third thing would be my jobs. As you've mentioned before, I have a lot to do. So every day there's this grand motivation of like, hmm, what happens in Imperium today? And what do I do in Budimas? And does all the other companies need my help? So mm-hmm. that's what motivates me in the morning because I am a person who is driven by purpose. I need purpose. So without purpose, uh, I think uh, it wouldn't make me who I am. So those are the things that motivate me in the morning. And uh, number four would be the day itself. So the motivation from Mondays to Fridays are different. Mm -hmm. So Mondays, I'm motivated by a different set of... um, interesting things that are about to happen in a day mm-hmm. so and on thursdays and fridays i'm really excited because it's towards the weekend yeah, yeah. so and you have a sense of accomplishment a sense of uh, things being done and um, i have uh, the days itself to be excited with so mm-hmm. but i'm not one of these people who dread oh it's only monday and it's only tuesday but at the same time i feel um 
um, you need a day to motivate you. So I'm really excited about that. So something to look forward to. And um, I have uh, meetings, events, people executing new projects. So the day itself is a motivation for me. Um, The fifth and the last motivation, my morning motivation would be creativity and innovation. Mm -hmm. So with me, I thrive on a lot of creative things from since I was young. Um, I love colors. I love fashion. I find I find a lot of um, satisfaction in looking at the color of the skies and figuring out new things, new ideas. So every day I look forward to um, something interesting. So I'm always innovating and creating something. For example, I would um, um, even in my cooking, I would figure out oh, what shall I make today and. Um, how can I recycle my kids' clothes <laughs> to wow. make it work? So, so I, I do stuff like that. I'm always experimenting with something new, uh, beauty products, food products, anything. And then I'm a big like fan of organic products as well, making your own oils, um, recycling what's in the kitchen, to, um, make it up to a beauty product or something like that. So... That itself is my motivation. So as you see, I, I take my days very seriously. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sounds like it. Given, given again your hectic schedule and how you plan things. So uh, back to your work. Uh, since you manage uh, various portfolios, do you set a time aside for it, or you prioritize them according to when your time is needed? Okay, so I have days for them. So usually my Mondays are set for Imperium and the parent group itself because mm-hmm. uh, they usually have a gathering over there and I'm supposed to report back what happens over there. Mm-hmm. But I usually save it for Imperium because uh, I think it's very important to start the week over here. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, I'm at PTK or I'm at St. John's. Mm-hmm. And then Thursdays and Fridays, um, I keep it for Budimas and also back at Imperium. So as you mm-hmm. see, I try to finish and close with Imperium. Yep. So the good part is that all of these companies are within driving driving range. La. So it's mm-hmm. not too far. Mm-hmm. So I rotate mm-hmm. here and there. And hence why during MCO time, working from home was just like, wow, like yeah. Yeah, super exciting yeah. for me. But uh, yeah, I prioritize what's important. So when we have excos or board meetings, uh, my uh, priorities are set for during that week just for that I will be busy setting up for that and if we have like academic meetings or staff meetings I will set it for the particular company involved I see I see I must say um, these are some really good tips for our listeners and we've also got some questions um, that we've managed to collect before um, recording the session Um, most of them had um, a lot to say but I think one of the very important questions asked was what has been the biggest challenge you had to overcome as a CEO? Um, as as a CEO, so I I just I, I became a CEO a couple of years ago, my early thirties, and uh, when when I first got um, awarded the title or got promoted to the title CEO, um, I I found I found it, it took a while for me to actually really embrace it because I wasn't. Um, I wasn't throwing my weight around it. I would still introduce myself, um, starting with my name instead of my designation first. But I'm I'm still like that. So um, I I guess to answer your question or to further explain that would be um, I, I I believe would be my confidence and um, the fitting in factor. So that was my greatest challenge. It it was more of like an internal struggle for me. Mm-hmm. I felt that. Um, 
because this this drives back from a very very long long time ago. See, um, I am a small time girl um, from from a very small kampung called Sungai Udang. It's in Malacca. Yeah. So uh, my father was an army officer, moved around a lot because uh, he got posted to many places. So mm-hmm. I did not have like one friend that lasted me a lifetime. Uh, some of my friends died. <laughs> some of my friends uh, actually moved on and uh, I have a lot of friends because mm-hmm. uh, I, I went to uh, three different primary schools. Wow. Yeah, I went to a school in the army camp, I went to a school in the States and I went to a school in Malacca City itself. So as you see, I don't have like that much group of friends. Yeah. So when when that happens to a person, your your sense of creating friendship and building your confidence is just not there because yeah. every time you arrive at a new place, you're always trying to start all over again. Yeah, your foundation. Yeah. 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 So I had that. So um, as I got older, it it sort of like became my brand. So I never really forged a lot of like, oh, you will be my friend forever and ever kind of thing. I never had that. Because somehow or other, it, it never happened for me. Because so when I when I did my A-levels, I had a different set of friends. Mm-hmm. I am in touch with maybe two of them. I see. Yeah. So, with you. Uh, yeah, I have been in touch with two of them. And then later on, I did my law and then I went to college and then I went to university. I, I, I learned to just blend in and adapt. So the confidence thing came along the way. So mm-hmm. having said that, I realized every time I got to a new place, mm-hmm. I had this mindset that I am not going to have any allies. I am, no one's going to have my back. I got me, myself and I, and I'm going to make this work. So it sort of like worked to my advantage. And um, I, I realized that um, I, I was also um, unembarrassed to actually ask for help. I was that person with very thick skin. I would um, sit in boardrooms or I would attend AGMs and sit there and ask like, excuse me, I really don't understand what you just said. Could you mm-hmm. just repeat it? Even though people were looking at me like, why would you ask such a silly yeah. question? So you weren't afraid to stand out. And- yeah, no, because I, I, I realized that uh, my father always told me this. If you don't ask, you don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's very true. So he said that ask until you understand to your level. So mm-hmm. don't be ashamed to ask. Hence why when I went to one of the uh, MEA board meetings, MEA was in a lot of um, it was in a very controversial situation prior to this. We were mm-hmm. in PN seventeen. Yeah, I was actually unembarrassed to actually ask one of the board directors, "What does this really mean? And what does this really do for us?" Mm-hmm. And uh, until I understood it. And it was mind-blowing after I understood it because mm-hmm. I felt that knowledge was so powerful. Yeah. So um, from there, I realized that um, I, I should not be afraid to, to look stupid or to, to not know things because I realized um, the person next to me may not know it as well. Sure. Yeah. As I sat in a board of um, directors table where I was the CEOs, where I was with, surrounded with a lot of trustees and a, a chairman of a foundation, uh, uh, of a public listed company, I realized that sometimes people, other people also feel the same way. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think Michelle Obama said this once uh, when was asked, like, how did you feel being the first lady of the United States? And she said, no, I suddenly realized all of these people in suits, they don't know a lot of things either. <laughs> So then I related to that so much. I said, wow, that was very, very um, enlightening because I felt that that was uh, how I felt. So Mm -hmm. confidence and fitting in was um, one of the biggest 
challenge that I have overcome and I've learned to um, embrace it and I realize now that um, when I meet people and I see that they have a little some trouble with their confidence mm-hmm. or their self-esteem or they, f- they look like they just don't fit in when I go somewhere and I see th- some people are just not going to talk to them yeah. I will be the first one to go and speak to That's them amazing. because amazing. I know what it was like yeah. Yeah, to be left mean. alone yeah, yeah. so uh, when, I, when I went to Utah yeah. so I was the only brown person there yeah, I can I can relate. I also, I'm also a Utah graduate. Yeah, See, I can relate. Yeah. yeah, so I was the only brown person there. But then I realized uh, they were very, very, very kind to me. They were very sweet to me. And, and I realized those were one of the few places where I felt very, very normal. And I did not mm-hmm. feel like I was the brown person. Yeah. But you can't help it because yeah. everyone is going to speak Mandarin. So I was like, okay, we will do this too. So... Yeah. I, I didn't take it personally, so um, I, I, I just overcame it because uh, I also had parents who were always, they were always the only Indian persons in their organization. Okay. They were always the only ones who made it in their family. So mm. they were fine with that and they mm-hmm. said, you are going to be lonely on top, it's fine. Yeah. you got to learn how to make it work. Yeah. So that's when I realized that um, that was actually my biggest crutch. The fitting in and the confidence. I'm sure many, many of us uh, who are listening in can also relate. And um, I'm, I'm really happy that these this are actually very important uh, insights, um, uh, what um, some people face on a daily basis and what uh, you go through to help you become who you are today. Yeah. Um, thank you so much, Miss Anne, for sharing that. Before we end, do you have any words of advice for those who are demotivated in the mornings and often find themselves lost with no signs of direction? So, you know, sometimes people wake up in the morning, um, they feel demotivated, they don't know what to do, nothing motivates them. Do you have any words of encouragement or words of advice for them? Yes, I think you should do what my kids do every morning. Always do your gratitude exercise. Mm-hmm. No, one, no, no matter where you're at, no matter what you're feeling that day, you have to find it in yourself to at least be grateful for five things in your life. Be grateful that you're alive, be grateful to have a roof over your head, mm-hmm. and be grateful that you have a job. And for those of you who don't have a job, be grateful that you can still try and look for a job. That is true, that is true. Yeah, so um, I think the minute you start appreciating what you have, you will start um, not focusing on what you don't really have. Mm. Because I think that comes later. Um, I also feel that you need to f- um, figure out, um, my, my other set of advice would be, um, figure out um, what's going to be important to you. Mm-hmm. Meaning, um, when you feel down, this is just not in the mornings, I feel in general, um, okay, humans have six most important needs. Mm-hmm. You need to figure out what is the most important for you. Mm-hmm. For example, um, a lot of us, they, 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 they thrive on certainty, significance, variety, love and connections, growth and contribution. Mm-hmm. So Tony Robbins advocates this because I'm, I'm a big fan of Tony Robbins and I follow this. And I found that the minute I figured out what was important for me, it, w- it, was, it was easier for me to maneuver my goals and motivations and figure out what my needs are. Because uh, for some people, significance is a very, very important thing. They need recognition. They need to, 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 be, to be called out on, hey, good job, and you're doing great. Mm-hmm. For some people, love and connection is very important. 
uh, talking to people, forging relationships, forging friendships are very important. Certainty, a routine. Mm-hmm. For a lot of people, people like me, certainty is a very important thing. Mm-hmm. I need to know what's going to happen. It's a bit of a control freak, but at the same time, that's just me. So um, variety. Some people, they don't like doing the same thing. They will they will just do something and in the end of it, they'll just say, like, I've had enough of this. I need to do something else. And that's normal. And also growth and contribution. So once you figure out um, what works for you and uh, you can focus more into the person you're becoming mm-hmm. and then you will be a happier person. Um, I also feel that um, you also need to lead through example. Mm-hmm. Um, it rots from the top. So if you're going to lead people or you want to be uh, one of the shakers and movers of the world, you need to start doing it with yourself. So mm-hmm. if you're going to tell people to come on time, you too have to be early on time. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to tell people to speak a certain way or behave a certain way, you have to set that example yeah, for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, um, don't take things personally even when they are. Yeah. <laughs> so I also learned this along the way and I firmly believe in this. So uh, even if uh, things get thrown to you on a very personal level, don't take it personally. Trust me, you'll be a happier person and you will move past this mm-hmm. faster than you think. Yeah. So you've got to be the bigger person. Always, always, always. And uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't it, it really doesn't matter because I realized this on the because I've played the short game and the long game. And I realized that wow, I was so glad I did that many years ago and I didn't run my mouth or I didn't say anything which I was going to regret because yeah. later on it 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 felt very oh, thank God I didn't do that. Yeah. yeah, as opposed to why did I do that? Mm. You know? So I always uh, believed in like holding back myself and always trust in your gut instinct and um, what you feel on the inside. Mm-hmm. If you think that's right, you stick by that. And mm-hmm. if you feel that's wrong, don't worry about what other people think. Stick by what mm-hmm. you feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, um, I, I believe in this very um, strong and uh, important uh, um, Bible verse which I've uh, followed all through my life. Um, it, it's called, um, it's from Isaiah chapter 6, verses 8. It's called, Here I am, send me. So I have this pasted in my, in my car, a small um, section in my car. So my friends have actually asked me, What is this actually? So I said, um, that, that verse basically means it's like, Here I am, um, use me. You're, you're, you're just wanting to be that massive difference, that change in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, a few, um, a few few days ago, I had someone speak to me about um, this person wanted to do something for single mothers and and uh, for Mother's Day in conjunction with Mother's Day. And she was like, you know, I want to cook for them. I want to do a photo shoot for them. I want to do a movie screening. I need this space. And these are the people I need to contact and I want to do this. So here I am sitting there with my cup of tea thinking, this is amazing. This, this person has a full-time job mm-hmm. and she's actually decided that she wants to do this on her own time. And this person's a business person. And you know, time is really important yes, for them. Yes, yes, yes. So for me, I was in so much of admiration saying, and at that very moment, I was, I was like, okay, so where are you at with this plan? And so it's like, so I'm going to speak to this hotel. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get that. I'm going to use my own money and I'm going to do it. So I said, wow, you really want to do this for them? She yeah, says, the yeah. yeah. So then I, I realized that um, 
I had a particular location. So I said, hey, you know what? Why, why don't you use this space? And I have a kitchen as well and everything. And and she broke down and she cried. And she was so filled with, wow. with, with happiness because she said, oh my God, my plan was only at 70%, what, like, sorry, at uh, 50%. And you gave me this other 50%. Thank you so much. So, but that's what I mean. I, I wish to be that person who's going to make someone's life better. Mm-hmm. And I don't always need to be in the front. Yeah. If someone needs to study, if someone needs um, a, a helping hand, I want to be that person to, to just fill in the gap who just comes out of nowhere and just like, hey, you know what, I am here because I am able and I want to do that. Um, the, hence why even at Imperium, I always tell this to, to anyone I meet. Um, if you have the ability to make someone's life better, do it. Yeah, because make a change. Be a, make a change. Yeah, be 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 someone different. You know, be yeah. be that helping hand. Yeah, because as as I my my journey from from I mean from my A levels time until now, throughout my education, throughout my working life, I have always been very very lucky and blessed because I've always had people stepping up to, you know what, and let me teach you this, let me help you with this. People out of nowhere, people I did not know helped me. And I always believe that I need to pay that forward. I need to do this for more strangers mm-hmm. because I need to. They people need to believe that there is still kindness in the world. Mm-hmm. And I've hence why I always tell people. I said anytime like you need help, never underestimate the power of asking or putting it out there. Yeah. So hence why um, I have done a lot of strange things like. Um, train people, mentor people, uh, help them write CVs and uh, help them get their CVs through the doors of the companies they want to. I have done that mm-hmm. simply because I am at that ability of, I am able to help. Okay. Yeah. So I think that is uh, the greatest advice I can give. If you are in a position where you can make a difference and, you know, make that change, go do that. Amazing, amazing. All right, thank you so much, Miss Anne, once again for joining us today. Your insights have most definitely been useful to me and hopefully to our listeners as well. Thanks to our listeners as well for joining in our podcast this week. If you have any questions, you can DM us on our social media platforms. Follow our socials at Imperium College to receive latest updates and upcoming episodes. Once again, thank you everyone. Take care and stay safe. Thank you for having me.